Did you notice that in the second half of today's gospel text, Jesus explains the parable that he told in the first half? The only incident in all of the gospels where he actually does that. And so that's your homily. You can read it over again, and you can draw your own reflections when you go home. But since I'm here, today's gospel text gives us three parables about the reign of God. In each one, the images are rich and they offer great meanings. Recall the parable from last Sunday of the sower who scattered seed across the land, the fields, the pathways with great abandon. Jesus is a keen observer of life around him and he always drew on the ordinary events of life to reveal extraordinary insights in his teachings. And so he appears to be on an agricultural role in these days. Most of us are familiar with the presence of weeds that seem to appear mysteriously and unwanted. Whether in our fields or in our gardens, they are a nuisance and we go to great lengths to get rid of them. And so we easily understand the frustration of the farmer who proclaims an enemy has done this. Someone has messed up my good plans and my good planting and my good harvest. We actually have a couple of people right here who have a ministry of weed patrol out in our courtyards on a pretty regular basis, they do. There's an interesting element, of course, in this parable. Another sower has become involved, one who works in the darkness and whose seeds produce the unwanted presence of these weeds, which become a symbol of evil, as Jesus explains. And this evil does not come from God, but is allowed to exist in the world until the harvest time, the end of time. So God chooses to allow this intrusion of weeds because in real life there is always hope for us of repentance and conversion. Always hope that that would happen on the part of those who do evil. If we dig a little deeper, there's another dimension in this parable that I find intriguing. Remember last week, the parable, the emphasis was on the sowing, the rather random action of the sower, and on the harvest, the 30, 60, 100-fold results of the harvest. But today's parable is on what happens in between. What we do know that it was God's initiative at the beginning and it will be God's doing 
when it is all finished. What is left to work out is the middle part, the time of growing, germination, bearing fruit, the time that we think is our life, the time when the reign of God takes root and begins to bear fruit. But the parable says that the farmer did nothing. Everyone was asleep. In a modern context, many crops we know are biologically managed, controlled. And we speak about agricultural engineers, the new name for farmers. I don't know if I grasp that. Anyway, so agricultural engineers. And they know how the seeds grow. They know why they grow. They know that what you can do to make them grow faster or slower, taller or shorter, and even resistant to pests. But in Jesus' time, it was quite different. The parable describes the interval between the planting and the harvesting as a mysterious happening. No one intervenes. Human beings recognize the miracle was unfolding. It was nothing less than the mystery of God's creative power at work on their behalf. I think they would have understood that that's what Jesus was talking about. The whole parable and the others in this text today are about the coming of the reign of God. Like the mustard seed that mysteriously goes from being the smallest seed to the largest of plants, and the handful of yeast and a bit of flour that creates a whole batch of dough and bread. Human beings cannot bring about or force the reign of God, and certainly not by any kind of violence or power or the accumulation of stuff. God brings about the reign of God, God alone. And no one can prevent that from taking place. Certainly not the one or the ones who sow evil or persecution in the midst of the people that God loves. Their punishment will be harsh, but they will not thwart the reign of God. In all of this, what is our task as disciples? In the two parables, it's portrayed as a kind of cooperative task. Like the person who sows the tiny mustard seed and the woman who uses a little yeast to bake a lot of bread, we take what God has given us and continually shape, with God's grace, the reign of God. We may see ourselves as co-creators of the harvest, but not as sole creators of the harvest. We let the mystery of God's will and God's presence unfold around us and within us and within the world. And like the mustard plant, we are capable of being great disciples. 
And like the bread, we can feed many people with our kindness and our compassion. We might think that our gift is as small as the mustard seed or as insignificant as a bit of dough. But in the words of the reading from wisdom today, the grace of the Lord is the ground of our hope.